Good evening. It's time for another bedtime story with Thompson. We're reading a very exciting book called The Oregon Trail with Francis Parkman. And we were partway through chapter four. We ran out of time, so let's finish chapter four. Buffalo. Parkman was on his horse chasing down a buffalo and he took a shot. The best shot he thought he was going to get. The poorly aimed buff bullet failed to stop the bull because a buffalo must be shot in certain places on his body or he will surely escape, as this one did. As the herd was just disappearing behind the crest of the next hill, their short tails standing up and their hooves twinkling through a cloud of dust, I heard Quincy and Henry shouting to me, but the sight of the buffalo had filled Pontiac with such terror that I could not halt his headlong rush. He was almost uncontrollable. I followed the herd up and over the ridge, with old Pontiac galloping along them, uh, galloping among them at full speed, scattering them right and left. Then one bull fell a little behind the rest, and after much effort I got Pontiac within six or eight yards of his side. The bull's back was darkened with sweat. He panted heavily, and his tongue hung down limply from his jaws. Gradually coming up abreast of him, I urged Pontiac nearer to his side. Then suddenly the bull did what all buffalo always do in such a situation. He slowed his gallop and turning toward us, lowered his huge, shaggy head for a charge. With a snort, Pontiac leaped aside in terror, nearly throwing me to the ground. The bull continued his flight, and I fired after him, but missed. It was time, I decided, to draw rein and rejoin my friends. It was high time. The breath blew hard from Pontiac's nostrils, and the sweat rolled in big drops down his sides. I myself felt as if I were drenched in warm water. I looked around for some landmark to show me where I was, and which way I ought to go. I might as well have looked for landmarks in the midst of the ocean. How many miles had I run, or in what direction? I had no idea. I was lost. <gasps> oh, End of chapter four. Lost and found. Reading uh, chapter, chapter five. Lost. And found. I thought that by heading north I should certainly find the Platte, so with the aid of the compass hanging around my neck, I set off in that direction. I rode for two hours, but found no river. I did not know that, at that point, the Platte veers off a good deal from its easterly course, and I was riding even farther into a wild, endless expanse. I thought hard. Maybe the buffalo might prove my best guides, I decided, and I soon found one of the paths they had made in going to the river to drink. The path lay at right angles to my route, and when I turned Pontiac onto it, he pricked up his ears at the scent, assuring me I was right. In the meantime, my ride had not been a lonely one. The face of the country was dotted far and wide with countless hundreds of buffalo. Antelope were very numerous, and with their natural curiosity, some would approach to look at me, gazing intently with their round black eyes. Then suddenly they would leap aside and stretch lightly away over the prairie as swiftly as racehorses. Wolves sneaked through the hollows and sandy ravines, Several times I passed through prairie dog towns where each citizen sat at the mouth of his burrow holding his paws before him as if in prayer. These prairie dogs yelped away most heartily, whisking their little tails with every cry. Long checkered snakes sunned themselves in the midst of the town, and little gray owls with large white rings around their eyes were perched side by side with the prairie dogs. The prairie teemed with life, but none of it in human shape. As I continued along the buffalo path, the prairie seemed to change. Only a wolf or two glided by now and then, never looking to right or left. For the first time, I noticed insects wholly different from those found farther east. 
Brightly colored butterflies fluttered about Pontiac's head. Strangely formed beetles, glittering with a metallic gleam, crawled on plants I had never seen before. Crowds of lizards darted like lightning over the sand. I rode for a long time on the buffalo path until I reached the ridge of a sand hill. From there, I saw the pale surface of the Platte glistening in the midst of its desert valley and the faint outline of the hills beyond. Not a tree, nor a bush, nor a living thing was visible on that sun-scorched landscape. In half an hour, I came upon the trail I had been seeking. It ran near the river. Seeing no tracks to show me that the party had passed, I turned east to meet them. I had been slightly ill on leaving camp in the morning, and six or seven hours of rough riding had wearied me extremely. So I soon stopped, flung my saddle on the ground, and, with my head resting on it and Pontiac's trail rope tied loosely to my arm, I lay down to wait for the party to arrive. At length, the white wagon coverings rose from the top of the edge of the plain. By a strange coincidence, almost at the same moment, two horsemen appeared, riding down from the hills. As they got closer, I recognized them as Quincy and Henry. They had been out searching for me, even though they knew how useless the attempt was in such a broken country. They were now returning to the party, having just about given up hope. And that is the end of chapter five. Wow, that was a fun one. Wow. Yeah, he got lost and he found in the buffalo hunt and all that. Wow. Wow, how did he even get lost? Well, he was chasing a buffalo, and before he realized it, he was so far away from his party, he didn't know where he was anymore. Buffalo run. You know, a good horse will run at like 25, 30 miles an hour. So if he chases it for an hour, that's 30 miles. Half hour would be 15 miles. It's a long way. San Francisco is only seven miles across. Yeah. yeah. So it would be like running across two San Francisco's. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a buffalo will be right. Uh, if a buffalo was running to San Francisco, he would have two San Francisco's to go. Mm -hmm. And, and if, if a horse was running to San Francisco, he would have... 30 San Francisco's to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, your math is a little faulty, but that's all we have time for tonight, kids. Good night. Good night, Ellie.